Hello and welcome to Dave Hill's podcast incident with me, Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland and beyond. I once got a free cheese curd uh, residue just outside of Merrickville. Anyway, I don't even know what that means. The important thing is, it was a Canada reference, uh, which feels relevant today. Even though this is not So You're Canadian, it's Dave Hill's podcasting incident. And joining me today is Dave Schneider, a.k.a. Dave Zamboni, from the Zambonis. Hello, sir. Thank you for joining me on this incredible podcast. I'm very excited to... uh, I'm very excited to... I think the the lightning is already happening. Can you feel it? Yeah, I think this should I this is going to be uh cause a spike in the ratings. Um I'm very excited. Uh I've been I don't think we've ever had a summit like this in any way. But uh Nope. The Zambonis, your band, uh combines two of my favorite things in the world, hockey and rock music. And you've been doing it for Almost 30 years, according to my tireless research. That is true. 20, I'm going to go with 28. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Just to do it uh, for three years. You've been in a lot of bands. You know, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy. I, I think I think it gets easier once you, to be in a band. Because my, my longest running band is one of my current bands, Valley Lodge, which... I just yesterday I was like, oh my gosh, we've been around for, I think, fifteen years, and right. uh, which is hilarious to me. I think the key is uh, we don't play live very much. <laughs> we're right. rare, rarely ever in the same room, uh, and we're and we're grown ass men. Right, uh, that's, that's the key not, right there. The men isn't the key word. You know, it can be grown-ass women. Um, but just, I think basically once you, with rock music or any having any band, once you are, once you, I think the reason Valley Lodge has worked is because everyone in, in the band had already been in bands that like went out and toured and made, you know, had record deals and this and that. And then when Valley Lodge came together, everyone was like, we're broken down old men. Let's just have fun. <laughs> the, 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 ha- the have fun is the key, obviously. And That's also with everything. Uh, yeah. And also, uh, when's your last band meeting with Valley Lodge? Band? Like, when's the last time we had a, <laughs> like, had a meeting or we're just in the same room? I think the first time a band has a band meeting, they should break up. That's That's when... You know, like we need to have a band meeting. Oh um, yeah, we've we've never had a band meeting. Yeah, we've I love not, it. not once. We've I, I'll even do you. Well, we have had one. I think it's sort of a bad thing that we haven't gotten around to this. We did do one band photo for our first Japanese album. Um, we because we needed to do a photo for that, so we we reluctantly did a band photo. But we've never done a band photo. Like the only photos that exist of us 
as a band are ones people have taken at shows. Now, I know you're telling me this, but believe it or not, you know, I am in the AHL of Hockey Rock, you know, the East Coast League. I am aware of this fact due to your, uh, you're playing at Mercury, Lo- Mercury Lounge tomorrow night. And this the, is fo- the photo I see is a, a bad screen grab from your video, I think, or from something. Cause I see my friend Phil, he's half in it. And so, uh, yeah, it's just, and it's just like something that, uh, was found on the internet. It's just, right. just taking, uh, it was, I remember my friend Ryan Barkin took a photo of the monitor when we were shooting a video uh, <laughs> for all of my loving. I don't know. I, it's my own hang-up that we haven't. I think it's a combination of cheapness on my part and uh, laziness on my part. And also, like, I'm just like, is my, I hate band photos. Anytime I see a photo of a band, I'm like, oh, fuck you guys. Even if I like the band. I, think, I think you have a huge collection of monitors. And you're trying to get a sponsorship for the monitor in the photo. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, PV. What? Do, what's your What's your go-to monitor? I don't know. I'm. You know, people. I don't know any technical thing in any like field. Even like people are always asking me for. I think they think because I do a, a bit of acting, they think I'll know what TV they should buy. Which makes no sense. Did you go to Nam? I did go to Nam. Oh no, there. I called you I, on that one. A little technical pedal guy, aren't you? Well, I'm the opposite of I. I did go to Nam. What's called North North American Music Merchants, I think, convention. Um, I, I went for the first time a couple weeks ago for one day, and. It was pretty action packed. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know what my official. I'm a pedal authority for Earthquaker Devices pedals. Right. That's the title that I came up with, and okay. they haven't fought me on it. Though, uh, so I do pedal demos for them, but my pedal demos involve very little demoing and mostly talking about anything but the pedal. And I think I've. I've helped out sales immensely as a result. <laughs> Do they no, have a, I don't know. Is there, there should be a, a comedian pedal. Is there a comedian pedal? Like while you're on stage, you hit a little like chorus effect or something else. Or I've sort of, I've been uh, maybe trailblazing that a little bit because I have different pedal boards for different, you know, I have three different bands because I'm an idiot and... I also sometimes play guitar when I do comedy, though usually not. But I have a different board for all. I it's all one board, but I swap it out. Like there's a there's the Witch Taint board, which is very simple, and then there's the Valley Lodge board, which is a little more complicated. The Painted Doll board, which is very similar, and then the most complicated one is the comedy board because then then i can really use all my all my crazy sounds uh you know, i really want to know times. i really want to know what's on that board is there like a like a sid caesar pedal is there a, a, a sound what what goes on on that there pedal? needs to be the only the only comedic pedal and i you know 
pedal talk is a dangerous talk because not when it's comedy pedal talk. I agree. This we're is not true. We're not going anywhere near what's on your your your, your other boards. The only the only pedal that I used in a comedic fully comedic sense is um the Paul Gilbert Air airplane flanger that Ibanez made and I don't even think, I don't even think Paul Gilbert himself uses this pedal anymore uh but it has a setting on it that just does a constant loop of like like a I don't know what it's called but uh and you can make it go different speeds so I find that's like an effective uh com- so like- comedic sound you can throw in maybe once during the set I think there's uh, a lot. I, I would like to um, carry this conversation at some point if we ever get a, a drink or something or coffee, because I think that board could be really good. I mean, it could you could really also save Carrot Top a lot of money. He just has a pedal board instead of all the props. I'm just yeah, thinking. but I mean, Carrot he's he's probably he's probably has a I, I bet Carrot Top has a lot of money. He sure does. I'm not putting that. So he could afford that pedal. You could sell he's that. He's doing great. He's yeah. He's doing. <laughs> I'm not great. putting him down. I'm just saying that pedal could be really good for you or anybody else. A dog, squeaky toy. There's a lot of stuff. I, Go ahead. Oh, you can't lose. And I, I have great respect for Carrot Top, and I've not seen him perform live, but uh, various. I've heard from multiple sources of sources. I respect their opinion greatly and they they said say what you want about carrot top but he's great at what he does he comes out i would like to make i would like to make this clear i've seen him in vegas and i'm not putting him down i'm saying you could save him a lot of money he's getting older he maybe oh, doesn't no, like i know i know he you're not like putting him down i w- i'm saying this for the listener oh god gotcha, gotcha. not for you i'm not i'm not trying to chastise you i'm saying oh, this for, for like for the listener who's maybe like because, you know, I think sometimes people maybe dismiss his work, but I've, I've heard only great things. Got um, it. Anyway, but let's enough about Carrot Top. Let's focus on you, Dave. All right, the Dave. The Zambonis. I, I don't know where to start because do we talk? First of all, you so say you have songs about hockey, which there's endless. I was just listening to your uh, your song, the fight on the ice song or right. just, it's called fight on the ice which is Correct. has like sort of a almost a motorhead vibe absolutely yeah if i dare say so no I, and I, features uh a lot of like great like dave the hammer schultz uh bobby clark a lot of the greats a lot of the scrappy greats from the golden age of hockey. It I might, mean, what I consider to be the golden age of hockey. The 70s. Oh, yeah. I agree. 70s were crazy, wonderful hockey times. I wish they had better footage of those games. That's pretty amazing. You know, I know. You got yeah. the NFL films. You could, you, know, you could watch any of that stuff, and it's like watching a Scorsese film. But hockey, it's just like. It's there's nothing exists really. I mean there does, but it's just horrible. It's all crappy. It's totally crap. But you know, so let me add, let's get into hockey. Yeah. Uh, you live in Connecticut. True. I, 
we won't pinpoint exactly where because we don't want uh you know oh. an overzealous fan to uh bridgeport show up britain yeah it it, it is bridgeport let's it just get it out there but you um so you must have been a huge hartford whalers fan oh absolutely yeah i grew up you know i i uh, the AHL was a thing that started at 19. I'm, I'm old, but um, my dad took us to these New Haven Nighthawks games, which uh, oh, 73, 74, 75. And we would go in a New big Haven. Lincoln. He had a Lincoln. And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah, it was amazing. New Haven Coliseum was just this. I think it was sponsored by asbestos. You know, it's just this. <laughs> <laughs> It was a monster. The French fries would get the dust off the ceiling on it, and you'd just hope it was Parmesan, but it wasn't. But um, it was just amazing, and it was filthy and uh, beautiful. So that's where it started for me, and they would play music. You know, they were playing rock and roll over the speakers, so it, it sort of just worked together back then. And then the as the years go by, suggestion. the Whalers, yeah, the Whalers – Definitely became something. I love their logo. I love their color. Green is still my favorite color. And uh, a, I, I mean, go ahead. I have a pretty sweet uh, Whalers jersey, the Gordie Howe one. It says Gordie Howe on it. Yeah, with the original, with the uh, with the harpoon logo or the Whaler logo. No, the Whaler logo. Oh, good. Um, That's the one. But. Um, yeah, it's it's a scorcher, but and and it, I normally I'm I'm against I, I've had to, I've had to make an exception, though I will I would do it for Gordy Howe. I don't like wearing jerseys with other. I feel like I've been talking about this a lot lately, maybe out of uh, great insecurity, but I don't like jerseys with someone's name on it, like where I personally don't like that like when i i feel like it makes you look like you're that person's bitch ah where do do you stand on this dave i think uh i think you're absolutely right if you uh if you're a fan or you feel good about wearing that like i have a zarly zalapsky jersey i love that Mm -hmm. name i love alliteration with the letter z i have a gordy howe jersey yeah tiger williams but if you're just wearing like, you know, whatever it may be, a, a Fedorov jersey, nothing against Fedorov, but uh, I, I, I agree. You have to you have to feel the person you're wearing on the, on the back of your jersey. How's yeah, that? yeah. And yeah, you have to want to exactly. be his bitch, basically. Totally. And, you know, I'll be Gordy Howe's bitch. I'll be Rocket Richard's bitch. But Correct. I mean, when the guy when the guy and yeah, I can't I won't you can't wear like a current current player i i, I agree um, uh, i do wish schneider I, I purposely reached out and bought a schneider jersey he's the uh the goalie for the devils because my name's schneider so that made sense yeah then yeah that's there's no shame in that there's no no, no i have do you to have any hills? are there any hills in nhl there probably are but i can't think of any you um, need to get and but i'm no, because then I feel like I don't know. I'm conflicted about that too. Because then, then I, you know, I'm a purist about it. Because I think, well, I'm not good enough to play for this team. Who am I kidding? 
You look like you got some moves. I've seen you on the interwebs. Oh, I've got moves. Don't get me wrong. You put me on a, a old man's pickup game, I will bring the hammer down. Yes. But, you know, I'll have Go ahead. probably. I'm just there for the beers, though. Now, yes. I have to ask you do you own a New Haven Nighthawks jersey? Yes, definitely. Because any, any team I'm. I've really got lately. I've really stepped up in general. My, uh, I with hockey. I've always loved hockey. I grew up playing. I played until my sophomore year in college, and then I graciously retired. And um, but I've been getting more and more into it lately because I finally realized I needed something in my life that has nothing to do with my life. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Sure. Like everything I'm into, uh, everything else I'm into, music, comedy, movie, TVs or whatever, uh, reading books, all has something to do with what I do for a living. Correct. Um, but hockey is just pure good times all the time. So now, when, you're, realize, uh, when your back goes out and your knees are done and you're an alcoholic, maybe may I suggest hook rugging? Oh, yeah, you stay yeah. home. Just a thought. Well, no, no, I don't play hockey anymore. I'm already home drinking. Oh, okay, good. Fully, fully. No, I mean, I, everything you just mentioned is, is my back is fine. My knees are good. Uh, my drinking, I feel, is uh, under control. But nice. these are all, these things could all uh, change in a uh, drop of a hat. Can I ask you uh, a puck. serious question? So sure. uh, um, you posted a jersey you recently bought. You said you bought it on eBay. I'm, you know, I'm not stalking you. I'm just a fan. Oh, no. Well, I've been, you know, I've been posting some of my hot jersey purchases. Which which one are you referring to? Uh, it had, uh, oh, jeez. Oh, the semen, I think, right? No, that, come on. Did, did that say semen? What? I uh, didn't say semen. Uh, I believe you're referring p- potentially to the Evansville Iceman jersey. Oh, Iceman, Iceman. Yes, I. Um, which I I have. I'm a little stressed out about that jersey. I really like it because I was like hovering around getting an Evansville. The Iceman, who are defunct, they moved to Jacksonville. But the Iceman, the jersey is this guy. He's really cold, obviously, and upset because of it, and. He's wearing like a winter jacket with a hood and and uh, fur trim, and I, I, which I prefer to believe is fake fur, but right. that's a digression we don't need. Um, and he's, you know, he's looking scrappy and ready to play. And Iceman, t- to bring it around to the rock, mm-hmm. and that's one of my favorite guitars is the Ibanez Iceman. I, I've had two of them in my lifetime. Wow. And they're beautiful. Yeah, so I was like, I got to get this jersey. And I finally bought one. And I, because I realized if you buy jerseys the size that you would wear on the ice, then they're kind of too big to wear uh, around the house Anywhere. or the grocery store. So my sweet spot is a medium for uh, just walking around. Uh, yeah. with, but then I was like, well, 
I got to take good care of these jerseys. But I was like, ah, oh, I don't have time for that. So I just threw it in with the wash and I got it back and it's 100% polyester. But polyester, if you, it shrinks if it gets too hot, I guess. Really? Polyester shrinks? Well, I might be imagining it, but it feels like the sleeves have creeped up a little bit on, you know, to where they're, but then maybe that's how it's cut. I don't know. I'm really just conflicted about it. Have you been, but then it's, have you been eating ramen? Cause ramen is deceivingly fattening. No, I don't. Well, I don't eat ramen very often for that reason, because I'm trying to stay beautiful. You think it's the shrinkage, not the growage. You're not growing. No, I mean, I'm probably I might be growing a little bit because I, you know, I've been getting a little loose over these winter months. Sure. But but I'm trying to rein it in, you know, because being in a glamour profession, I know you can relate to this is, you know, people are snapping your photo and putting it on the Internet all the time so you get a you get a constant reminder of uh your flaws and you go oh my gosh what have i done and uh now now there's like a big now that i have lost a little weight now i'm like oh my gosh there's a whole era of photos where i am a balloon i look like a bloated uh grade school girl uh, that has been dragged out from a lake. That I don't know my, why I. That was my favorite phase. That. that was my favorite phase of your career. Oh, the bloated schoolgirl. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun one. I mean, <laughs> the thing, you know, my strength isn't in the visual anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Well, you, you know, you're an intimidating, great-looking guy, right? Great-looking. So, That's a great, strong. Great-looking. Great-looking. And I update your prescription. I didn't want to be intimidated, but I, I can, you know, I, uh, I'm not of the caliber of Dave Hill, and I didn't want to be intimidated in this interview. So I only looked at photos for about an hour from like 1999 to 2006 from your, uh, from your past. So I feel really oh, yeah. good right now. That's a real rough era for me, yeah. That's Sons where of that Elvis. Was, that, no, was Sons of Elvis was over by... 80s, were you in the 80s, Sons of Elvis? No. Oh, 95, 95, I remember that. It it ended about 96 or something, 97. um, You know, I'll tell you, Sons of Elvis, my first band that I formed as just a pretty young thing, teenager. um, We were actually supposed to play with the Zambonis. Where? At a little place called Madison Square Garden. Oh my God, you're involved in that story? Yeah, you. I think I. It was at a monster truck rally. Holy! Oh, let's 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 bring it all the way back, and you tell why Phil Costello. You you tell him, Dave. Phil Costello, who we are, we have done many things together. We did a TV show together called King of Miami. We've known each other forever. He's in Valley Lodge. He's in Witch Taint. With, we do that together. We do a lot of stuff together. So my and, first and I, band. Go ahead. What's that? I was going to say, and for Zambonis and Phil and his brother, Paul, they were in the Barry White Boys. And Zambonis would play with this band, Barry White Boys, back in the very early, uh, in the 90s. So go ahead. You yep. finish. So Sons of Elvis, you have to remember this for the listener. 
if you were around during this point, there was a an era in rock music, the sort of post-grunge era, where uh, the trend with many bands was to embrace uh, like trucks and gas stations and just sort of lowbrow stuff and make that uh, a part of their aesthetic. And Sons of Elvis, we were, we were no different. We didn't do it across the board, but we dabbled in it. And I was, I still am like a big monster truck fan. I, I like that uh, people spend their time building these big trucks and then they uh, drive over other cars with them. I think that's a great <laughs> thing that happens. Um, I think it's really awesome and dumb and fun. So I, w- Sons of Elvis, we were putting out, I think, our second single. And I was like, let's, or maybe it was our first, I don't even remember. And uh, I was like, let's, let's, um, no, it was our first thing. I don't know. Anyway, so I was like, let's get, I want a picture of Gravedigger. The, the most, basically the Michael Jordan, the Barbara Streisand, whatever you want to call it, of monster trucks. I believe is still Gravedigger. I might be mistaken. Yeah. No, no, no. Still Gravedigger. So, and this was uh, a different time pre-internet where you would have to just be like, I'm trying to get a hold of of these people. You know what I mean? Dennis. Um, Dennis Anderson. Right. So I bought a magazine uh, that and th- that had their contact info in it, and I called them up. This would have been like 1995 or something, and uh, and I called them up, and I was like, you know, I'm this guy in this band, and we want to have a photo of your truck on the cover of our single. So one thing led to another, and Dennis Anderson called me. At work, I, I had this clerical job at the time, and he called me at work, and um, and was like, and I I was just like a file clerk, part time file clerk, and you know, so the the greatest monster truck driver in the history of the game calls me at work. I was really excited. I was just a pretty young thing at the time, right. and he's like, "Why don't you come down here to?" Uh, you know, our ranch or whatever, we do this haunted house and, uh, and, uh, we, we flew down there and hung out with him and his friends. And we worked in his, he had this like haunted path and we drove around the truck and drove over cars and it was totally crazy. And we stayed at his house and it was a wild, wild time. And now, then were, anyway, were you with Phil? That... No, Phil wasn't in, in Sons of Elvis. No, I know, but wait a second. The the story I feel or, or I know is Phil and his brother Paul went to Gravedigger's Halloween party. Is that where you were? Yeah, but that they might have done that, but they did that after me. I'm the original. Let's be clear. Holy mackerel, Dave! I'm the original of this shit. Or the originator. They, oh my I think, god! 
they went back another time, but after I had already, I think they maybe went back with our singer John Borland another okay. time. Po- so let's possibly. let's let's bring this around to Zamboni. So Phil and Paul go, and and Dennis says to that supposedly Dennis says to them, "Hey man, uh, you guys should play your rock and roll and warm up the 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 the, uh, the monster trucks at Madison Square Garden." They say yes. Yeah. And is there is this where your band was supposed to play? We were supposed to do it also. And our label, uh, by this time, we were living in, in Ohio. Three oh. of us were. So our label didn't wasn't willing to pay understandably and we were you know we were your label wasn't willing to let you play the madison square garden (laughs) well i mean you know i I when you look it was like at the time we i couldn't believe it you know because i was like what are they thinking but the reality was that you know um it's uh, it's, a band playing at the monster truck no one walks away remembering the band that played at the monster truck row, which I think that they knew that. So they're like, we're not going to spend however much it's going to cost to get you guys to New York to do this. So they were no. like, no, no kids. You're not doing it. Dave, so, I know what you just said that no one remembers, but I've met three people in the last 29 years that have said one, I saw your hockey band, uh, at, uh, warming up the monster trucks, two of them. And the other one said, who was that other band that said, Jesus Christ, he's going to hit you like a freight train, shit yeah, at the Monster Truck Rally? And I said, that's the Barry White Boys. <laughs> they did it so every three, three people, you're saying. Three people. So that your label was way off. Way they, they off. May have, they, they, history could have been rewritten if they would have spent <laughs> the 600 bucks. But, well, I could see. I mean, I t- I do take it back because I think a hockey-based band wearing hockey jerseys on stage, yeah, people are going to remember that. But we were a bunch of just uh, long-haired guys in t-shirts. I don't I don't think it would have resonated. But I wish you were there. It was it was the greatest. We had our. Oh, um, I don't doubt it. I think the reason they asked us was one, we write songs only about hockey, so they thought, oh, you guys would fit perfectly, and. Uh, and they said, but Peter, uh, in the Zambonis was Peter, Tarkin, Cadis, and myself and our, my, uh, our buddy John. But Peter was a record at, a recording engineer. So they said, you have to handle the sound. And all we did was we brought our Yamaha. It's a four, it's a four, it's got four inputs, you know, quarter inch inputs. So we had this, it basically like a cassette deck plugged into the, and a wire running from that into the garden sound. And that was it. So that's what we did sound with. It was it's a joke, but uh, it was great. We warmed up the monster trucks, and at the very end, the guy brought us back every time. We did like four shows. All right, it's time for a monster jam with the Zambonis and the Berry White Boys. So that was it, the monster oh, jam. Man, now I'm getting jealous. You would have loved no, it. It was fun. I was I was genuinely crestfallen that uh, we didn't get to do it, and I did. It does have a vaguely. No, uh, happy yet not related at all ending. Um, I played upon my the late. I was like to. I got them to buy me an acoustic guitar as like sort of uh, 
reparations for not <laughs> having us do it. That's so I was so... like, well, okay, but will you buy me an acoustic guitar? And they're like, okay, fine. So they bought me they bought me this acoustic guitar, and it's the acoustic guitar I have signed by now signed by Ronnie James Dio and Ira Glass. The only acoustic guitar, the only guitar of any sort. I would argue the only object in history signed yeah. by both Ronnie James Dio and this American Life host, Ira Glass. I love it. I love it. I think that's where our worlds uh, sort of connect. And the oddity of those combinations, that's what thrills me, actually. And yeah, the, the, those are the magical moments in life. Yeah, I would. I actually I have a bunch of stuff signed that I would uh, ask. I would bring something like, for example, I had. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't mean anything, but I, I had uh, Jellyfish sign my uh, a, a record by The Move. So I do weird things. The band. Like the band The Move, yeah. Oh, and, I like that. Yeah, so that little odd connections like that, and the Ira Glass thing is definitely involved in that, but bringing it back to the hockey band, you know, the reason we you do it for 20, 28 years is – we love music. I love music so much, Dave. I live it. I'm sitting next to my turntable. I'm going to listen to television's record from 1991 when we hang up. I'm going to have some lunch. But it sounds like a joke, but it's not a joke. And the fact that you have Ira Glass and Ronnie James Dio signing that acoustic, it's it's entertaining, but it's also it warms your heart. You know, you're you're it's deep for you. And the, and every song this band writes, it's not a joke, even though it's fun. And uh, so I'm just trying to bring it back a little bit. It's a great time, but uh, we we take it seriously too. Oh yeah. Now how 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 often do you guys play the Zambonis? We play quite a bit, not as much as uh, we used to. But as a matter of fact, it got really busy. But like we just booked a gig. We're playing with the Figs at Cafe Nine in New Haven on April 18th. Oh, and, nice. And then I think the the night before that, we're, we may be playing in uh, Hud, Kingston, the new Brooklyn, with uh, the Figs and Tommy Stinson. So, oh man, uh, I gotta I gotta come for that. Yeah, I, I gotta talk to Pete Donnelly about that one because uh, we had a deal. I said you don't have to pay us; we'll play for a half hour. I love I love a thirty minute set. It's one of my favorite things in the world. You just get on and kill it. And the other part is this band, Zamboni's come on in full hockey gear. So the minute you walk on stage, everybody people are excited. People no, people are frightened and they are ready to see something that sucks. And uh, and, and then, then we, you bring the heat. Then we bring the chill of the ice. Now I would I would argue hockey is the only it's the only sport where the equipment does double duty as uh like very like horror like friday the 13th you have the uh mask jason the goalie mask um you have i'm trying to think of this now i believe what is the band is it raven where the drummer wears i'm getting this wrong wow outing myself as a fool raven yeah no it's raven the drummer, I believe, wore a hockey helmet with a mask. Yeah, it's Raven. Yeah, I'm with you. It's the, it's the yeah. only sport where you can just put on... Jeff Hanneman from Slayer wore just hockey shin guards 
you can just put on hockey equipment and people are terrified, is my point. I agree. Especially when it's out of context. Can you picture, like, uh, the guys from Testament wearing some lacrosse gear? It's not going to work. No. No. I just saw I just hung out with Alex Skolnick from Testament a week ago. See? You want to make out? Every, I mean, sure, sure. All right. He do it. But to be clear, uh, awesome dude, delightful guy, not wearing any uh, sports equipment at the time. Nothing. It, was, it was about 10 o'clock at night. You but, know what? Um, you know, just thinking about the only sport that I could see working in uh, challenging the hockey horror thing is fencing. That, that mask uh, is freaky. Oh, that'd, that'd be cool. Absolutely. Um, just throwing it out. Yeah. There. Um, this. We, yeah, because you don't know what's going on behind that mask. I mean, the hope is that it's Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. Oh, uh, nice mask, Eddie. But uh. I, Hey, I just, uh, that's going to be too much of a going off on a tangent, but I, I was just in Delray Beach with my mom, and there's a great pinball museum in Delray. You pay 15 bucks, and they had the Iron Maiden uh, pinball game, and it was the best pinball game in there. I've played a lot of pinballs. I, me and my mom just played the Iron Maiden pinball. It's really good. Oh, I would like that. Yeah. You, Did you, you ever check. play the kit, the Kiss pinball machine? It was in lane two of this place. Yeah, it was good. Oh, they're not. I remember the the place up the the like, I don't know the arcade restaurant slash arcade up the street from my house had that when I was a kid, and I was like, oh my god. And Dude. it was this is before Kiss had like uh, completely destroyed their legacy, so it was still amazing. Do you ever play down in Florida? Uh, I I have not. Oh God! I have played in in uh in Florida, but not in a long time. I've done I've this, done some uh some shows down there fairly recently, but yeah, well, no, I don't know well, why I'm, I'm let telling me tell you, you this answer in real time. Well, let me just tell you, this place in Delray, I have no ownership. It's called Silverball. They had about a hundred pinballs. Next to Kiss was the Elton John. Then a knockoff Who, Tommy one, Ted Nugent. It was just, there was, it was so many. It was incredible. It's, it's the best pinball museum I've ever gone to. What era of the Nuge? Wango uh, Tango? Set, set, uh, 70s Nuge. Oh, yeah. good. That's premium Nuge before we knew what it, well, I think yeah. it was already a dickhead by most accounts by then, but not, not fully yeah. uh, out in the open. But, he had um, he had his early early moments. Set what's that center journey to center of the what was that? Oh yeah, with the Amboy Dukes. That's a journey great journey to the center. Oh yeah, Meow. but you know it's funny. Um, I I'm friends without naming names, so it probably wouldn't be hard for people to figure out that they're in the Nugent family. I'm friends with his cousin, and yeah. uh. He would tell me all sorts of sorts of stories about the Nuge through the ages, and uh, sounds like a real piece of work. Did it? Was um, it ever good? Was it ever good? Uh, I mean, I think he acknowledged that he's great at what he does musically. He's a great guitar player. Yeah, but you know, maybe not. Maybe not the greatest hang. 
I'm guessing. But sure. if I can uh, totally change, I'm, you know, yeah. as the number one podcaster in my living room, um, my research is tireless. And I'm currently on your website, and I encourage everyone to go to thezambonis.com. And of the many, I feel like you're, the Zambonis, it's a bunch of, it's, it's master stroke upon master stroke. I feel like it's endless. Your you. album title, Five Minute Major, parentheses in D minor. Brilliant. Thanks, um, But your, your merch store is called The Pro Shop. Yes. Which, uh, these I are the pu- these are the puns that must happen. I lo- now, I also read on your Wikipedia page that yeah. you, out of respect for the Zamboni family and corporation, you guys, you actually, uh, you didn't just steal the name, the Zambonis, well, which is what I would have done. No, but when you were in your band back in the 90s, we, we started this band and said, oh, hockey music, cool. Let's call it the Zambonis. Great idea. And then around 1997, 98, we ended up in Rolling Stone magazine. And uh, we got a phone call from the Zamboni company saying, oh. saying you can't do that. And I was like, what, huh? And... Uh, um, to make long story short, lawyers got involved. They put a cease and desist on us. And uh, we had lawyers going back and forth for almost a year and a half. We had a great lawyer named George Regis, who was Ween's lawyer. And he loved Ween. So we figured George could do anything because he likes Ween. And yeah. uh, Reasonable said, assumption. Yeah, yeah. Pollo Asado. We're big, big Ween, Ween guys. Anyway, he didn't do it. And we made a last-minute effort. My friend Peter and I wrote this postcard to the Zamboni company. Uh, and we said, you know, we love hockey. We're good guys. Please don't make us change our name to the motorized ice resurfacing machines. And within four days, they called us on the phone and said, let's work this out. And that's a great lesson for all you people paying those lawyers the big dough. Um, so we worked out a licensing deal. We're a licensee of the Zamboni company. So and do you have to pay pay the Zamboni company? Yes. I mean, it's uh, not, you don't have to give me. Yeah, I'm not going to give number. you the number. I'll send you the. I'll, uh, I'll get it out of you. I'll ply you <laughs> with drinks and get it out of you. Uh, yeah, we 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 pay a very small fee, and uh, they've been wonderful. They're they're you know. They're not an easy company to crack. They're they're very very strict on people using that name, even using that name when it's not even a Zamboni. You know, there's a lot of uh, trade. I don't know how you stuff. can when it's the guy's last name. How do you trademark someone's last name? Because it's in and here's the legal term. It's in the realm of hockey. So if we were just writing songs about you know uh, Dave Hill's sexual escapades. And sure. trucks, well, not trucks, but you know, what about love or cars or whatever? That's fine, but every song's about hockey, you know. So, it, believe me, it was a, it was a, it was an interesting, it was an interesting time. But I, I'm happy because 
there's nothing cooler than the machine besides, you know, a great weird guitar from 1956 or something. But, uh, um, yeah, it's a great image. We can use the image now and, Oh, you can actually, you can have the, 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 as the Zamboni machine. I don't know, you know, people might be confused, uh, but to be clear, it's that big thing that drives around the ice. It's an ice resurfacing machine. Correct. That's right. Weirdly, uh, invented in California. I've just learned. I'm sure you knew this. I I would have guessed like, you know, Quebec city or something. I've had, I've had conversations with NHL guys, Keith Jones, different guys. Oh no, it was invented in, uh, is it Brantford? Brantford, Ontario. Yeah. uh, Birthplace of Wayne Gretzky. Yes. Well, it was, it was Paramount. It was Paramount, California. Is that the name of the town? Paramount? I believe, uh, yes. Paramount, California. Pretty crazy. And then when it when it gets even crazier, um, well, there is an, a model produced in Ontario called uh, the Resurfaced Corporation. They do a model, but and then I feel like I remember seeing this. Uh, there's a European model, but yes. invented invented in Italy, which is. Uh, crazy to me because you would think what what do the italians have uh sure they play a little hockey but not very much is that the cooler small like the small small looking one Uh, i believe it's a little smaller yeah it's definitely cooler because i remember seeing it i mean it's called the ice wolf i mean that's half the battle right there you're already winning the i i hear i hear your new band ice wolf ice wolf yeah, that is a good idea. Wouldn't it? What talk about? Uh, what if I form a band called Ice Wolf, and then we get sued by the Ango? <laughs> Ice Wolf. I'm gonna do it. As if I need to put anything else on my plate, I'm gonna form a band called Ice Wolf. Why don't you just start bands that will get sued? So you never even have to write a song, but you get press immediately. Ice Wolf. I'm, uh, the t-shirts alone. Those oh, are good. Man. Your new Witch There's Tame some... shirts are really good, by the way. I saw those things. Oh, I which gotta, ones? We're I constant. Get, uh, the, one, no... the one in the coffee shop was very good. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That that was actually taken. We were just on a coffee break uh, while shooting our new music video coming soon. Um, and, and, uh, that, the, that, uh, group of older people were playing cards and I, the director, Paul Costello, Phil's brother mentioned earlier, uh, I was like, get a picture of me with these people. (laughs) So we did. It's pretty incredible. Dave, we didn't, you know, why don't you do one podcast where it's 24 hours straight and I'll do it with you. Because uh, there's a lot of things we didn't talk about. We, there's there's a lot. so much. I know, and we're we're getting towards the finish, the big finish here. Um, I want to talk about jerseys. I wanted to, I, like, I was really curious. Are you still buying jerseys? Well, I'm trying to one? stop myself because you know, I'm I, I don't I I I have a lot of jerseys. I have not a lot. You know, Brian Slagle, founder of Metal Blade Records. Okay. And, yeah. And also a huge hockey fan. 
Um, huge metal fan, huge hockey fan. He has over. I just ran into him, actually. Oh, Bri- Brian Slagle. I just. Oh my God. Yeah, I just watched that. Someone sent that to me last week. What's He's that? Got the most. Uh, it's a special. I don't know what TV show it was, but they did a special on his basement, and his jerseys are insane. He has over two thousand jerseys. Yeah. That's it's crazy. Bonkers. Totally crazy. Um, he has, yeah, a shitload of jerseys, and um, that he's in a realm like I, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's, that's more. I don't have the room for it. I probably have, I don't know, uh, less than twenty jerseys. I would say. Is he divorced? I don't think so. I don't know, but I don't think so. He should get three thousand jerseys and then get a divorce. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I, I, right, I hope, right. I hope he's not divorced, I well, hope so. but I, I hope feel not. like he, he, uh, you know, I think he, he lives, he has some space where he lives. He can, he can have a few jerseys. I don't have a lot of room. For I have, if you need to, if you need to get more jerseys, I got room in my basement. If you want to free of charge. The problem with hockey jerseys is they're expensive. They have gotten expensive. It's like because I don't I don't I don't want to pay a lot of money for a jersey because I'm only going to wear it to the dog park or around the apartment. I'm not going to like go out to dinner in it. You know what I mean? Right. Because I'm a a gentleman. You could. If you're ever if you're ever in Evanston, I would wear it out to dinner. You mean Evansville? Oh, Evansville. Excuse me. I will be in Evanston, Illinois, on February 22nd at Wine Goddess do, doing a show. Isn't it cool how I just worked in a uh, was, commercial for myself? That was awesome. Will you wear? Why don't you wear that jersey just for shits and giggles? Maybe I will. I'm thinking maybe it's time to get rid of uh, the fancy gentleman attire and just go all hockey jerseys all the time. I mean, the world's ending. Why yeah. not? It worked for Snoop. Oh yeah, but he, you know, he's like tall and like. I know they sort look of, good. He, he has a good build for uh, wearing hockey jerseys. He's he's got a. I mean, he's sort of my inspiration because, like, you see him in a hockey jersey and he takes it into like another. It's not even a jersey anymore. It's just like it, space gear or something. You know, it was great when he started. He really did start this whole hockey jersey trend in the uh in the rap world yeah um, and it was the springfield indians i think it was an ahl team that's what he was wearing yeah it, if you're on the internet check it out because springfield oh, Fal- on I, it. I think it was the springfield falcons or indians i'm forgetting which one it was but that there was the is. am i right the, yeah well i don't know but I think you're right. Uh, I'm pulling up the jersey. They're very expensive. Oh, God. This yeah. is in, it enrages me. I don't like to spend. I'll go to Paragon Sports, not to brag. Sure. You're and they, and I, I respect they, that. They have sale items. You, I got, I got, I think, my Gordie Howe jersey for like 25 bucks. I oh bought a God. Peter Statsney jersey for like 60 bucks. Um, you know, yeah. your, your, your book is about Canada and that is where you still, 
you can go to thrift shops and shops in Canada and get some of the coolest jerseys to this day for oh. for cheap. So you got to, especially when you go out there and you're in your deep towns, they are they are there and they're ripe for the picking. Oh, totally. And they're mediums too, which I it can't help me. I could put it on my dog, but I'm a, I'm an XL and I used to be a double X, but I've really been taking care of myself. You got to, you got to. We need you around, dude. Yeah. We need we got the Zambonis. You guys got another twenty years at least. I'm eating less pork fat than I used to. Pork belly. That's so uh, well. Many reasons you should stop doing that. Yeah. So I applaud yes. it. Um, Dave, we we need to do uh, we need like, to have you back. And when I say we, I mean me. Uh, and tomorrow's Chris, good. Tomorrow's I, good. We can't. I can't do it tomorrow. I can't. No, no, just I'm free Skype tomorrow. You. All right, we'll do it tomorrow. It's a deal. Uh, we didn't talk about Chilliwack. We didn't talk about anything Canadian. What? This is the problem with, you know, if I had to identify a problem, though some people, every time I identify this as the problem with my podcast, it's the fact that it just ram, it goes digress. It's a, it's a digression podcast because I completely derail and never get to the topic at hand. And, well, uh, and is but this, the, is this the, I mean, I thought the whole thing was you and I should be, Accepted as Canadian citizens for what I we're doing like for that, that country. I would, I would like. Oh my gosh! You that's know, it. it's one of the greatest, the greatest jerseys. I'll tell you. Did you just that, see it, and that's why you stopped in your tracks? Well, be, yeah, because like I've gone down this wormhole. It's on theme with what we're talking about. So can I, I guess? Know. Can I guess? If I guess, you owe me five bucks. Okay. Uh, well, it's it's probably going to be more uh, obscure, but I'm going to go with uh, well, if, I have a couple things: Flying V Gold Away Vancouver Canucks Tiger Williams jersey. That's really good guess. Um, you're okay. wrong. Duncan, don't, this the new Simpsons one. Go ahead, you tell me. No, I wouldn't wear a Simpsons hockey jersey. Oh, I love I like I love the Simpsons, but I don't believe in wearing uh, Simpsons attire unless it was bought on Fordham Road in the Bronx on the street. Go ahead. You tell me. What's, what is it? No, I was looking up the Springfield uh, jersey, and uh, then that's I've gone down a wormhole of minor league jerseys. And where are you? What blew your mind? The Everett Silvertips. They have a really great jersey. I shouldn't even speak it out loud because... It's and everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna want it. And it, what is it? it it's got like a, it's got mountains on it. It's got freaking bear that's upset and, and. And what is the name of the team? The Everett Silver Tips. It's really good. Everett, like uh, two T's. That's right. Silver Tips. I'm going. Got me on the. I walked up to the computer. Oh, Silver Tips. That's another one of your your new bands. The uh, Ice Wolf. No, Ice Wolf. I'm. I, all all other projects are on hold because I'm going full. I my all my efforts will go into Ice Wolf. Dave, I love that your taste in Jersey maxes out at thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> well, yeah. I you know it's That's only perfect. because. 
no, that's great. That's that's the way to go. I just because I I don't I I figure like you know hopefully I'll uh, eventually uh, get all the riches in life that I deserve, um, but I might not. You know, yeah. and as the years tick by, you start to think I might not. But um, and that's oh, okay. I like Whatever. I like this. Tr- I see the the waistband is mountains. Is that where you're looking? Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, that's nice. That would have been enough. But then there's the irritated bear. Yeah. Oh, that's um, nice. That's a good jersey. Great colors too, green and gray. It's amazing. I'll be I'll be hanging out. People will be like, that guy's cool. You gotta um, get you gotta get a gig in Everett so you could wear your new Everett jersey. I'll wear it around. I mean, hockey jerseys to me, they're like a, just a, a warm hug, and and uh, it's probably best kept to yourself. Um, everyone, go to the zambonis.com to find out more about Dave and his incredible. Like uh, a, 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 the Facebook is, you know, we're on the Facebook, the Zambonis, sure. and, and Instagram, the Zambonis. So that's yeah, and the gram, the gram, the gram. And, I have to I have to have the hardest lunch date of my life now with my friend Chris. The hardest? I, what do you mean? Is he a nightmare? He is a nightmare because he's got a weak stomach, you know. There's not a lot of restaurants in our Connecticut area here where we are, Bridgeport. And and where you know, everyone he's gotten diarrhea or the runs from. So we're Oh there's nothing, man, there's, he, there's nothing left. There's oh, something can, wrong with Chris. It's not the restaurants. He can fuck off. So it's no, off, no, I shouldn't say off that. Off to the park for crackers and ginger ale. I, I say you cut them loose. <laughs> That's just my advice. But anyway, yeah. we got to sign off. Uh, Dave, I want to thank you. We'll come back for round two soon. Uh, as Joe Franklin used to say, let's be in close contact. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you. I'm sorry I'm the I'm not Dick Cavett, but boy I tried. None of us are. None yeah. of us are. And okay, so everybody, uh keep up the good work. Uh rate, review, and subscribe to this incredible podcast. Support us on Patreon so we can barely keep gas in the tank. Patreon.com forward slash Dave Hill. Uh go buy my book Parking the Moose or I'll be really irritated. Uh and um be nice to each other. Stay hydrated. Dave, thank you so much. I'm going to contact you uh, through Secret of Measures to yes. schedule round two and a uh, support your Zambonis. local hockey band, the Zambonis. 28 years. We're going to die soon. Don't die soon. Well, sooner than later. We're older. I know. Yeah, there's no, you know, there's nothing you can do about it now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, oh, yeah. well. Um, Thanks, Dave. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.